Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today, we are going to give you fun, mind-blowing facts about Maui. And the purpose of this episode is, as you know, the, about the fires in Maui, the residents are going through a very tough time. So I'm just hoping this episode motivates you to help in some kind of way. So today will be nothing but fun facts about Maui. Let's get started. The population of Maui as of 2020 was 100 and 67,000 people. Maui is an island in the Central Pacific, and it is part of the state of Hawaii, the great state of Hawaii. And it's located 100 miles from Honolulu. Maui typically gets upwards of 3 million tourists per year. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. I need to encourage people to... Help uh, help motivate their economy. Uh, they get 3 million tourists a year. That's not happening right now. And they rely on tourism for a large part of their economy. The history of Maui is very intriguing to visitors all around the world. It's got a great history. And the beaches of Maui are loved by everyone. They even have red and black sand beaches. By the time I'm done this episode, everyone is going to want to help the great people of Maui. Retail workers are the most popular job in Maui, followed by beverage servers and construction workers. So those are the most popular jobs in Maui. Okay. All right. Maui is the second largest in the Hawaiian Islands. How about that? So our great state of Hawaii, the, Maui is the second largest of the Hawaiian Islands. One of the world's largest dormant volcanoes is located in Maui. The nickname of Maui is Valley Isle. Now, I want to talk about the pineapples, the gold pineapples in Maui. We're going to get into the food, by the way. We're going to talk about uh, the cuisine, the Polynesian, uh, Polynesian cuisine at the end of the show. I forgot to mention that. Uh, we're, getting, we're going to get into the food in a few minutes, but I cannot tell you how much research I did uh, that brag about the pineapples in Maui, the gold pineapples. So that's something you might, might want to look for. Uh, there are only two volcanoes in Maui. Approximately 10,000, this is pretty cool, 10,000 humpback whales migrate to Maui every year. Humpback whales. Uh, you can explore a sugar museum in Maui. Maui is the home to the third largest population in the great state of Hawaii. Maui is home to the largest banyan tree in the entire United States. The title of best island in the whole United States often is given to Maui. So that's a great, you know, that's why I want to encourage everyone to help the great residents of Maui. Uh, the title of best island in the entire United States often goes to Maui. Captain James Cook 
was the first European to visit Maui. At least five endangered marine species can be found in the great island of Maui. You can attend free town park. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wrote this all together here. You can attend free parties every Friday in Maui. There are town parties. There are 120 miles of coastline and 30 miles of beaches on the great island of Maui. Experts say that living in Maui can extend your life. So how about that? Let's show some support to the great people and residents of Maui. The experts are telling you that you can extend your life by living in Maui. A high school in Maui is one of the oldest high schools in the entire United States, which I found interesting. I found that very interesting. Now, keep in mind, if you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many more, uh, search for Learn About World Cuisine, and subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. I did an episode about Hawaii and Hawaii Hawaiian food already. So at the end of this episode, we're going to have some fun facts about Polynesian cuisine. I forgot to mention that at the top of the show. There are dozens of waterfalls on the island of Maui. One of the most interesting things about Maui is the legend of how they got their name, okay? The name Maui was the name of a Polynesian demigod. And the Polynesian demigods claimed the fame was that he would lasso the sunset, which would leave the sun out longer for the day, and then the great residents would have more time to farm and fish. That is how Maui got their name. And it is named after a Polynesian demigod. You can find green sea turtles in Maui. All right, like I said, we're, uh, stay tuned. Go to the end of the program if you're looking for fun facts about Polynesian food. Uh, but if you're traveling to Maui, you should stop in, according to World Travelers, and try some of the meat that are sold in stands on the side of the road. I'm hearing it is delicious. All beaches in Maui are public. Now, this is a great thing. Maui is a beautiful island. Located as a part of the great state of Hawaii. And all of their beaches are public. There are no private beaches in the great island of Maui. One of the staples that you're going to find when you go to Maui are farmer's markets. And there are all sorts of varieties of farmer's markets in Maui. There are big farmer's markets and there are small. Uh, Polynesians, which we're going to talk about their cuisine in a few minutes, were the first people to occupy Maui. So keep in mind, I've already done a show that uh, talked about Hawaiian cuisine, so we're going to talk about Polynesian cuisine at the end of the program. Maui is filled with really nice people. Uh, according to the research I've done that from world travelers that have actually been to Maui, Everybody brags about how great the people of Maui are. 
and how friendly. And if you go to Maui, there is something for everyone to do. So I know a lot of people that take group vacations. And what they do is they get 10 co-workers and they all go on a vacation. Well, some might like to ski. Some might like to go on a boat. Some might like to play tennis. All of that is in Maui, so it'll satisfy everyone's interests. Although summer is the busiest time for uh, visitors to Maui, somebody, uh, a lot of tourists say that wintertime is a great time to visit Maui, especially if you want to do some whale watching. Okay, so even though summer is the most popular time, winter is a great time to visit, according to people who have been there. Uh, because you can do such great thing, uh, fun things as whale watching. All right. Uh, there are so many things for you, your coworkers, or your family to do on your vacation to Maui that almost everyone I read give a review uh, says that you should not go for less than seven days. So if you're going to plan a trip to Maui, it's not a four-day thing. There's so many things to do on the island of Maui that they recommend you do it no less than seven days. So if you're going to plan a trip, try to plan seven days. According to World Travelers, Maui is very, very modernized. They have public transportation. They have tours. They have shuttles and car services. So if you're not familiar with the island of Maui, please note that it is very modernized when it comes to transportation. There is a bus service. There are car services, etc. Now, most of the island of Maui has lots and lots of days of sun. However, the West Maui Mountains, which is not a tourist area, uh, gets some of the heaviest rainfalls in the entire world. Because Hawaii is bountiful in bananas, banana bread is very popular in Maui. In my, well, if you are looking to watch the humpback whale migration that I talked about earlier, uh, that happens between December and April. And I got to be honest with you, I would love to go to Maui and watch the humpback whales. That sounds fabulous. That sounds very interesting. If you miss the humpback whale migration, you can see spinner dolphins in Maui all year long. So if you don't, if you don't get there for the humpback whale season, uh, they have spinner dolphins all year long. The island of Maui has 10 state parks and 94 county parks. Who would have thought it's that big? I think the most surprising thing from doing, I told you every week I do six hours of research for you guys. And I take a different location around the world. And I do research and give you the most interesting facts about the location. The most interesting thing that I learned about Maui is how much, how many different activities you can do on the great island of Maui. And I never knew it was as big. As I learned, it is. Walls and fences in Maui cannot be more than seven feet high. So if you're on the island of Maui, you cannot build a wall or a fence higher than seven feet. All right, I'm very happy with that. I think we, uh, 
I think we did a great job exploring the great island of Maui and the outstanding state of Hawaii. So I just gave you some fun facts. The point I want to get across is I'm hoping this episode inspires people to help the great residents of Maui. They're going through a tough time right now with the fires. I know that Oprah Winfrey and The Rock have teamed up uh, for charity uh, to help the great people of Maui. Uh, So I want to encourage everyone with this episode to help the great people of Maui. They're going through a very rough time. I saw an interview with one of the residents on the news, and it is so sad uh, what the residents of Maui are going through at this time. So the purpose of this episode is to encourage everyone to lend a helping hand to the great island of Maui. So we covered the fun facts about the island of Maui, So let's start talking about Polynesian cuisine. I'm going to give you a mixture of Polynesian and Hawaiian food fun facts. You ready? Simon is the official state dish of the great state of Hawaii. But what is it? It is a soup with wheat noodles containing shrimp, pork, and eggs. Polynesian cuisine offers a wide variety of specialties that are mostly based upon seafood and exotic fruits, and they have French and Chinese influences. Polynesian dishes use very little spices. Now, that's the one interesting thing I learned about Polynesian cuisine. It is not a spicy cuisine. They they use very little spices. Uh, spices in their cooking. Polynesian dishes use coconut milk, ginger, and lime. Fish and shellfish are made in many, many different ways in Polynesian cuisine, including grilled on skewers, wrapped, baked, deep fried, etc. Let's examine that. Obviously, Polynesian cuisine Uh, has resources to a beautiful ocean, and seafood is a big deal in their cuisine. And what they do is they make fish and shellfish in many, many different ways. Among the ocean fish that are consumed by Polynesian cuisine, the most popular is mahi-mahi. And I think we all know what mahi-mahi is. And that is the most popular fish uh, consumed in Polynesian cuisine. I'm sure you've heard of taro. Taro is grown in Polynesia. Now, here's an interesting thing I didn't know. Sweet potatoes are a major component in Polynesian cuisine. I thought that was interesting. Fresh fruit is often served for dessert in Polynesian cuisine. I want to talk about the fruit. Uh, Fruit is a major component of Polynesian cuisine. Okay? So they serve fresh fruit a lot of times for their desserts. But they also use it for many dishes and many meal preparations such as fish tartare. 
So when the Polynesian people make tartar, uh, they often mix it in with with uh, fruit. Obviously, the most common thing in Polynesian is, are coconuts. And thus, coconuts and coconut milk is often used in Polynesian cuisine. Now, here's the interesting part. During big celebrations, food is cooked in what's called earth ovens or cooking pits. So basically what they do is they dig a hole and then they put wood in the hole and then they light the, they light the wood on fire. And that is how they prepare meals on special occasion. So, you know, that is interesting. Uh, Polynesians use this method to cook what is called a Kalua pig. And we had talked about how the islands love to do pig roasts on many other episodes. So if you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or just say to your smart device, Say A-L-E-X-A, play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. And you can listen to all my other shows. Keep in mind, on the platform, I've already covered Hawaiian cuisine and the great state of Hawaii. So today I wanted to encourage everyone uh, to help the great people in Maui. So I figured we'd focus on Maui today. So I didn't want to do Hawaiian cuisine twice. So I decided to focus on Polynesian cuisine. Spam is also popular in Polynesian cuisine. And as we said before, I think the most interesting thing about Polynesian cuisine is they do not use a lot of spices. Uh, When they cook in Polynesian cuisine, the food is not spicy. Uh, They use very little spices in Polynesian cuisine We've talked about luau's on other episodes. I think my Hawaii episode gets into detail about what exactly a luau is. I gave you the definition of the name luau. So if you want to learn a little bit more about the great Hawaiian luau's, uh, just go to your favorite podcast platform. I did a great episode about Hawaii. So if you're interested in learning more things about the islands around the world, I've covered Bora Bora, I've covered Samoa, and I've covered many, many islands around the world. So if you're interested in learning more information about the islands, or if you're interested in traveling on a great vacation to one of the islands, I probably have it covered. I have 160 more episodes on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, This show does very well on Amazon Music, and it's very easy to find the show on Amazon Music. Uh, If you're interested in learning about other countries around the world, I have a great episode about North Korea. I've done a great episode about Russia, and I've covered the cuisine in those countries. Just go to your favorite podcast platform, or I'll tell you what, I'm going to do everyone a favor. If you're listening right now, I'm going to do you a personal favor. You can go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviewswithans.com, and I have a link 
to absolutely every project I work on. So you'll get a link to the iTunes of the episode uh, for my show. You'll get a link to the book, and you'll get a link to every other project that I work on. So all you got to do is go to Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com, and all the links are on my website. Now, say you're sitting at home and you're saying, "Hey, I want to tell this guy off." Uh, just go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. On the first page, I have a comment section. And I want to thank my listeners. I've only gotten a few bad comments. Uh, but if you have a bad comment, I respect it. If you have a good comment, I appreciate it. So I don't care about bad comments. I want to hear them. Bad comments make people better. So if you have any comments about the show, just go to the front page of phillyrestaurantreviews.com. And you can communicate with me on my website. Also, I read an article the other day. And it said that 75%, a whopping 75% of podcast listeners would like to engage with the show. So if you want to engage with this show, just go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. A lot of podcasters are actually switching to the YouTube format so that they can get feedback from the listeners. So if you want to give feedback for this show, just go to my website, Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com. But I was very surprised to read that 75% of podcast listeners would like to interact with the podcast and that's the way you can interact with this podcast i apologize i had a busy week this week so this show is a lot a lot quicker than i thought i think we are at the yeah we are only at the 23 minute mark uh but if you go to my podcast platform you'll see i have a lot of shows that are 20 minutes a lot of shows that are 30 minutes and a lot of shows that are 40 minutes. I try not to make any episode uh, more than 40 minutes long. I think that 40 minutes is plenty of time for a podcast. So if you're one of those people that don't like to listen to one-hour podcasts and you think that they are too long, go to your favorite podcast platform, look up Learn About World Cuisine. Most of my episodes are only 40 minutes or less. So I want to thank everyone for listening. And like I said, I had a busy week, but I think the purpose of this episode was to encourage everyone to help the great residents of Maui. And if, you, uh, if you're looking for a vacation destination, uh, Maui is your spot. You can do everything in the great island of Maui. And we want to send all of our best wishes to our friends in Maui. Hopefully somebody's listening to this episode and uh, they will. it will encourage them to help out. You can also help out by going on vacation in Maui when it, everything uh, clears up. So I want to thank everyone for listening. And keep in mind, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform for a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. I will talk to you, everyone, next Thursday.